It's radio theater for your soul. It's radio theater for your soul. With storytellers gather around the mic. Come on, let's go. Live readings, traditional, contemporary, original, scripted plays, film, and poetry. The storytellers gather around the mic to be with your host, Miss Shanice C.L. Coleman, a.k.a. Courageous Love, always just a cut above. Yeah. Hello, Radio Theater for Your Soul audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to my 2021-2022 winter series. Yay! My name is Shani C.L. Coleman, also known as Courageous Love, and I am your host who will be gathering with the storytellers around the mic weekly. Storytelling is a gift. It is meant to be shared, and our mission is to continue to provide a global stage for storytellers of all genres of storytelling. This is the time where storytellers get to share their gift. And you, the listening audience, you are invited to join the gathering anytime at your convenience. So please stay tuned for a new story and a new storyteller weekly and seasonally. But before we get started, I thank God, my family, friends, and ancestors for their ongoing support. For those of you listening for the first time ever, Radio Theater for Your Soul has been the gathering place around the mic for storytellers since the beginning of 2016. Now, I took a hiatus in 2018, which led me to fully understand and embrace the benefits and healing properties of storytelling, which prior to creating this radio show, I may have taken for granted. Oh, but the storytellers, the listeners, you would not let me forget how important hearing someone's story really made the difference in your day, your week, your life. So in 2019, I pulled together thoughtful archival footage, photos, testimonials, and narration to reveal the making of this internet radio show in the form of a film. 
a documentary, something more visual, celebrating the fascinating minds and hearts of over 100 featured storytellers, or as one of my friends in New York would say, AJ Muhammad would say, story healers. Yes, I love it. The feature-length documentary is titled Radio Theater for Your Soul, a Docu-Story. Now, it has been making the rounds on the film festival circuit, including the Harlem International Film Festival, the Bedford International Film Fest, Tylerman Film Festival, and the Marina Del Rey Film Festival, where I was honored with a recognition of Best Director of a feature-length documentary. So grateful for that. But prayerfully, more screenings to come to a location near you. And you will see what the spirit of storytelling on this show is all about. Please check out all of our past shows on podcasts anytime by visiting radiogathering.wixsite.com slash radiogathering. We're also in the archives on acceleratedradio.net and via the Accelerated Radio Network on iHeart, iTunes, TuneIn, and Spreaker. Now, if you're on social media, please follow us at Radio Gathering on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the most recent updates. Finally, I am grateful to have this global stage as a gathering place to share my love of storytelling. Your support is appreciated. This is Radio Theater for Your Soul. I am Courageous Love, and you are listening to our 2021-2022 Winter Series. Even from the subways of New York City, you're listening to Radio Theater for Your Soul. So, does anyone want to know what Radio Theater for Your Soul is really all about? Yeah, yeah. tell us what is Radio Theater for Soul. You want to know what it's about? Oh, yes. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, I'll tell you in a nutshell. It is all about storytelling and storytellers featuring unique voices, the written and or unwritten words during this one-hour broadcast. You're listening to Radio Theater for Your Soul. Where storytellers gather around the mic. Today, I am honored and happy to welcome to the Storyteller Gathering for the first time. He is a father. He is a military vet. He is a performing artist, a football player and coach. None other than Mr. Ernest Pittman. Born April 26, 1968, Ernest is a 53-year-old actor, singer, model, and father of four beautiful daughters named Kiana, Kiasha, Kiara, and Kiandra, who collectively have blessed him with eight beautiful grandchildren and another on the way. Born and raised in Pontiac, Michigan, Ernest is the youngest of six. As a graduate of Pontiac Central High School, home of the Mighty Chiefs, Ernest was a member of the drama club, band, track, and a star football player. 
Since he was young, Ernest has been performing for audiences in sports and acting. From playing t-ball at the age of five, tackle football at age nine, and his first leading role as Paul Hogwash in the old classic play title Feud and Fun in the fifth grade, to numerous, numerous talent shows. After graduation, he turned down a scholarship to play college football to join the armed forces. He spent seven years in the U.S. Army, reaching his highest rank of sergeant and deploying to countries such as Korea, Guam, the Philippines, Panama, and Thailand. After an honorable discharge, Ernest returned home to Michigan and became a UPS driver and retired after 23 years. Within those years, he also played semi-pro football before going into coaching. As a member of the American Football Coaches Association, also known as AFCA, Ernest went from coaching at the semi-pro level to coaching high school, and after retiring from UPS, he landed in Tucson, Arizona, where his entertainment endeavors took off. His acting credits include a short film titled The Substitute, which is on Vimeo, Mercy and Strange Friends, currently available on Amazon Prime and Hulu, and Run Rabbit, soon to be released on the International Film Festival circuit. Ernest has appeared in commercials for Top Golf and Body Armor, modeled for Uru Mobile Automotive in Tucson, Arizona, The Real Deal Steel Company, Pierre Ardon Watches, the Common Workplace, and Indian Motorcycles. His singing voice has been heard at both Pima and the Maricopa County Fairs in Arizona. He is a humble, religious, and God-fearing man with a lot of love in his heart and still coaches flag football for kids in grades 1 through 6. Gathering hold of the mic to share his voice, his inspiring journey, his story is featured storyteller, Ernest Pittman. Woo woo. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? This is Ernest, also known as E. And for my childhood family and friends, this is Junebug, for those who are out there listening. Um, I've never been a storyteller, but um, hopefully I can say something in this story, my story, that can inspire someone to continue to follow their dreams, continue to do what makes them happy, what brings them joy. Um, First off, um, giving honor and praise to God who is the head of my life. Without him, through these trials and tribulations of my life and my journey and my story, without him, I know I wouldn't have made it. Um, Because every story to everyone's journey is not all roses and all riches. Um, Even the most beautiful places in the world, uh, the tropical islands, Uh, they have storms and hurricanes that blow through those islands and tear them up. 
but after the rain, they're all rainbows. So just remember that. So, and those of you who are here listening to this story, to my story, I promise you, hopefully, <laughs> at the end of this, there will be a message uh, for someone, at least one person, can uh, can take from this. Um, so, before I go any further, being that the Lord is the head of my life, I like to say a prayer before I get this story going. So, dear Heavenly Father, I come to you with a bound down head and a humble heart. I ask you to forgive me of my sins, O Heavenly Father, because I know that I am not perfect, but I strive to be, knowing that I will never will be. As I tell this story, Heavenly Father, give me the ability to say the words that you want me to say. Order my tongue, guide my heart, O Lord, for someone out there that can hear this story and take something from it. As I give you the praise and the glory, O Heavenly Father, thank you for the many blessings that you bestowed upon me. Bless my family. Bless everyone that's listening. Bless my children and my grandchildren. Keep everyone, my family and friends, safe and healthy through these tragic times of COVID. Uh, just continue to guide us, protect us, and heal us. And I do all this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Now, without further ado, um, my story starts... A long, 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 long time ago. I was born and raised in Pontiac, Michigan. I'm the youngest of six children of my mother, Rosa Juanita, and my late father, who I miss dearly. Um, he passed, um, Ernest Sr. That is my man. Um, I miss you, Pops. Um, like I said, everyone's story is not filled with Glory, uh, like I said, we have trials and tribulations. And when I lost my father a few years back, um, it, it was a good blow. But anyway, um, uh, I love to sing and act. Um, since I was a young a youngster, uh, I was always entertaining. Um, I started football and baseball. Uh, baseball, I was five years old playing t-ball. Um, my big brother Roger. Uh, he uh, taught me how to pitch. Uh, he taught me how to throw a curveball at a young age. And when I was starting to play in peewee baseball, I was probably the only one, only one in the league that was throwing a curveball. So uh, give thanks to my big brother, Roger. Uh, and forgive me. Um, like I said, I'm not a storyteller, but I'm going to try to tell my story. And this is unscripted. And off my head, off my heart. So if I back, go back and forth, please bear with me. Um, because, like I said, there is a lot in this story that um, I may try to put out there, but I don't know. Um, like I said, I asked the Lord to give me the words to say. So, um, and let's not forget uh, my beautiful daughters, Kiana, Kiasha. Kiara and Kiandra, my beautiful four daughters, I love you to death. Um, you know, every man would love a half the son in his life. But I am one proud father that, that's glad to say, <laughs> I don't know if I want another Ernest running around here when I was younger. So I'm proud of my four daughters. And after them, there is no more. So to them, and them are very, they made me a very proud papa of eight grandchildren. And one to come. 
Um, so with that being said, I'm going to continue the story. Like I said, bear, bear with me because I may be all over the place. Uh, but again, as I was young, I loved to entertain, um, even at birthday parties and of my cousins and my nephews and all my family members. We just sang and we danced. That's what we did. And I think I've always wanted to be an entertainer, but I just didn't know what. I know I love sports. And being the sports is in the entertainment industry, I know I fell in love with sports early. Um, like I said, uh, I played my little league team uh, way back when. Like I said, I wish we'd have had the Little League World Series back then. I think we'd have had, our team from Pontiac, Michigan would have probably won some championships, and that's for sure. Um, but I started playing football at nine. Uh, I was one of the youngest kids on uh, my middle league team, uh, my middle school team, actually, I say, uh, elementary team. And we just, I just started from then. I played peewee football and little league football and middle school and high school. I just fell in love with it. Um, until then, you know, high school, I got into high school and, uh, started doing talent shows and started singing a little more. Um, I can remember, we had a talent show at our arch rival school, Pontiac Northern, which I went to Pontiac Central, the home of the mighty Chiefs, go Chiefs. Uh, we would had a talent show at Pontiac Northern. I don't know if you guys remember uh, Ready for the World. Uh, was a group out of Flint, Michigan, uh, which was like maybe 30 minutes away from me uh, going, going north on uh, I-75. But anyway, I can remember singing the song uh, slide over by uh, Ready for the World. I don't even know if I can remember the lyrics. But I think all I remember is the chorus. It was like, slide over, baby. Slide over. Slide over. It's getting too hard for me. Slide over. Yeah, that took me back for a minute right there. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, I didn't win that talent show. If I can remember, there's a young a, a brother of mine, man, I love to death. His name was Walter Knox. Walter, if you're out there listening, you know you sang um, A House Is Not A Home. By Luther, couldn't nobody, <laughs> couldn't nobody compete with that man. <laughs> he, he laid it down. Uh, shout out to Walter. Anyway, continuing. Um, after that, uh, high school, I, I played football. I ran track. Um, I was in drama class. I, I was in the band. I played alto saxophone. I started playing saxophone in the seventh grade. Um, so I've been playing saxophone for a minute. Um, yeah, I, I just fell in love with music. I've always been in love with music. My brother, uh, once again, my big brother Roger, he got me started in, in the music. And my sister Wanda uh, got me into listening to jazz. I fell in love with jazz at a whew, at a very young age. I, I, I don't know too many people that was listening to jazz uh, back in the 70s and 80s as I was growing up. But anyway, I ain't trying to put my age out there. But yes, it was a long time ago. Um, so yeah, I fell in love with jazz. I love jazz. I love reggae. I love R&B, hip hop. Uh, I listen. I listen to. I even got some country 
in my repertoire. Um, there's a few songs that I like that's country, believe it or not. Uh, there's one out there. Everybody knows Tennessee whiskey. I love Tennessee whiskey. But there's another song out there uh, called Nothing On You by Cody Johnson. Oh, that's the song right there. That is the jam. If you haven't heard it, you need to hear it. Uh, anyway, uh, continuing. Like I said, I'm all over the place, so forgive me. Um, after high school, um, I had a scholarship to play uh, football at uh, Saginaw Valley High. So I left Saginaw Valley College in Michigan, Saginaw Valley State. But I chose not to go, believe it or not. And to this day, my sisters and my brother reminds me of, you know, me being in the paper, having a scholarship, and then they found out that I was going to the military. Um, I bypassed that scholarship to go to the military, being a little naive, because I did not know that at that time, I didn't have a coach that was pushing me or a recruiter that would, was being honest with me, actually. <laughs> Uh, I actually wanted to play football for the Army. Um, I grew up watching the Army-Navy games, the Army-Air Force games, and I just fell in love with it for some reason. So I figured, I'm like, I want to play for the Army. So I enlisted, thinking I can go play for the Army. Got to my duty station in Schofield Barracks, Fort Bragg, and uh, Schofield Barracks, Hawaii, 25th ID, uh, Infantry Division 422. Uh, to all my brothers out there that's listening, and I went to my, my commander, and I asked him, and I said, uh, Sir, uh, I would like to play football for the Army. And he was like, Son, it's a little too late for that. And I'm like, Why? He said, You have to go to West Point for that. And for those who don't know, if you know, you're naive like me, I didn't know West Point was the college for the United States Army. So he was, I was like, How can I get to West Point? He said, It's too late. You're not already enlisted. But we have some intramural football you can play. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll play that. And so little did I know that we was going to be the all-military all champions on the island of Oahu, Hawaii. Uh, we blasted the Air Force. We blasted the Marines in the championship game. It wasn't even close. Uh, we dominated. But anyway, <laughs> I've always loved football. Um, I did seven years in the United States Army. I was, like I said, I was stationed four years in Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. And from there, I wanted to go into, I wanted to go to Germany. I did infantry. I was trying to get out of the infantry, so I decided to change my MOS to medical supply. And there was a sergeant of mine, Sergeant Eddie Wilcox, if you're out there listening. Uh, he told you he was stationed in Germany. He was like Pittman. You need to get to Germany. You need to get to Germany. So I was trying to get to Germany. So I enlisted again for another three years and tried to get to Germany, but my orders got cut and sent me to Fort Bragg, North Carolina for another three years. But with my stay on Schofield Barracks, I did participate in an all-Army talent show. And... In that talent show, uh, it was based on all soldiers. Soldiers just, they auditioned and tried to get on a traveling all-army all musical show. And for my audition, I sang a three, we was three of us. We did BBD. Uh, we did Poison. 
which is my all-time favorite, one of my all-time all favorite groups, No Edition, BBD. We did Poison. It's driving me out of my mind. That's why it's hard for me to find. Can't get it out of my head. Miss her, kiss her, love her. That girl is poison. So I tried a little bit. But anyway, we did that and we were in a group. We did Take Six. We did Spread Love by Take Six. That was amazing. We had some amazing singers, but so I was always singing, always tried to get into that 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 genre uh, or that entertainment industry. Always wanted to be. I, it just brought me joy, so much joy to sing and just perform, uh, be it playing football or acting or anything. And yeah, even going back to my acting, I grabbed my first acting gig. Well, I ain't gonna say a gig, but I was in the fifth grade and. I performed, I had the leading role in a play called Feud and Fun. I was Paul Hogwash. Yes, you heard what I said. Paul Hogwash. Um, I still remember the very first lines of the, <laughs> of that play. Uh, I was sitting in a chair and my wife, Ma, Ma Hogwash, was wrapping my wrist up because I had got shot by a, uh, a, a rival family and it went like my hogwash asked me she's like what happened to you and i was sitting down by the dandelion creek hunking up dandelions when the sneaking critter winged me <laughs> my very first lines ever but that was kind of cool but i remember that so much so it was fun so but after that fast forward and again forgive me again i'll be all over the place but i'm trying um I got married uh, to my high school sweetheart while I was on an island in Hawaii. And that was when my first child was born, Kiana. And for those who don't know what Kiana means, that means Diana in Hawaiian. And Kiana was my firstborn, and she was born in Hawaii. And my high school sweetheart was Veronica Lewis at the time. Veronica Pittman, if you're listening, hi, Ma. You know what I'm saying? I still call her Mama. She's the mother of my children. Anyway, as we continue... I uh, moved to Fort Bragg, North Carolina for the next three years of my military career. Um, and within my military career, I have traveled to Philippines, to Panama, to Guam, to Thailand, to Korea, places that I never thought I would see. But that was just being in the military. And I used to tell anybody, even my own children, I was like, if you don't do anything about going to school or anything, just do a... A, a, a stint in the United States service. Uh, you learn some discipline. You get to travel the world. But at that time, it was a lot of peacetime, too. So uh, I don't know about right now. Forgive me. <laughs> so, But anyway, I did try to go back three times once I got out. Um, I got out in 1993. And between that time, I had now had four children. But like I said, my daughter's Kiana. My twins, Kiasha and Kiara, and my youngest, Kiandra. And once I came back home from the military, I was in church one day, and my pastor at the time said that UPS was hiring. Yes, UPS was hiring. And I worked for UPS for 23 years. And with those 23 years being back home in Michigan, 
Um, I also uh, coached and played some semi-pro football because when I got out of the service, I still wanted to pursue my dream of playing football. Um, so when I got out, I started training and doing all I had to do to try to get a tryout because I wanted to play for my hometown Detroit Lions. Yes, believe it or not, I wanted to play for my hometown Detroit Lions, and I still root for them to this day. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I talked to um, Charlie Sanders Jr. and Charlie Sanders Sr. And if you don't know who Charlie Sanders is, Charlie Sanders Sr. is a Pro Bowl Hall of Famer, uh, for the Detroit Lions. But at the time when I wanted to try out back in 94, they weren't taking any free agent tryouts and I didn't have an agent. So I ended up playing some semi pro ball. Now at the time, my brother knew, like I said, my brother, I love him to death. He's been there for me from day one. Um, he knew an agent that we went to school with. And he told him about me, but he was concentrating on some defensive end that was coming out of Oklahoma State at the, at the time, and turns out to be, he was a bust. He never even made it. But he came to see one of my games, and he came to me, and he looked at me and was like, yo, Junebug, I, I, I didn't know you can play like that. And I hit him with one of my daughter's, Kiara, famous quotes. I tried to tell you. But uh, you didn't want to listen. So needless to say, I played semi-pro ball for numerous years. And at the same time, I was still trying uh, to kick off my singing career. Uh, in 2000, actually, um, I made a short, a very short CD, uh, maybe like three or four songs. And with those songs... I sung, I performed at what they call the Arts Beats and Eats that they used to have in Pontiac, but now I think they have it in Royal Oak, Michigan. And that is a big fair to where you have a lot of artwork, um, a lot of food, and a lot of stages where local performers and even performers that people already known uh, perform. And from that little record company that I was with, we performed, and I performed one of my songs called Spreading a Little Love. And it went something like this. I ain't have nothing to do when I get this phone call from you. Can I come over what you said? You got 15 minutes to be laying in my bed. Why you still talking on this phone, girl? Don't you know I'm home alone, so I see you when you get here. I'll be there in ten, girl, that's what I want to hear. Why do you think you're something wrong? Because I like to get it on. You ask me why, I'll say because, because ain't nothing wrong with spreading a little love. I hear you knocking on my door, it's open, what you still waiting out there for, get in here, girl don't you front come inside, I got biker shorts on so I know you came to ride, hold on, it's what you're saying to me, girl, who do you think came to see, I 
Ain't got time for no games, cause Milton Bradley is definitely not my name. Why do you think it's something wrong? Because I liked it at all. You ask me why, I'll say because, because ain't nothing wrong with spreading a little love. So that was one of my singles. I had a numerous one called My Love in the Street, uh, Miss Lady, uh, which I haven't done anything with. I was just doing it just to see if I can do it. But I love it. And I have those songs still. I'm trying to put them out. I'm trying to redo them again. Following that dream still. Anyway, after that, um, I sent another 23 years at UPS. Like I said, I love UPS. I can tell you some stories about UPS. Oh, my God. Anyway. There's been some ups and downs between there. Um, my high school sweetheart, we got divorced, my, my wife. Uh, but to this day, I love her to death. I think we're stronger now than we were when we were married. I mean, I'm sure some people out there can, can relate to that, being in relationships that didn't work out, but you end up being a little closer because you were better off without one another, believe it or not. I mean, love... Love is a strange thing. Love can be, they say love is blind. It is blind because I've been in some relationships where I've loved and got it pulled from up under me. But anyway, that's another story. Um, this artistic story will continue. So after my uh, retirement of UPS in 2015, I decided to leave Michigan because I wanted to go someplace else. I got tired of the cold. So I traveled. I spent one year in Seattle. But at that time, um, Seattle wasn't really the place for me. Um, I went there in a despair attitude. Um, I got. I was married again. And I think I let that one get away, you know. And when I went there, I was a little depressed, and Seattle was not a place to go where you're depressed. I can tell you that for a fact. But I did a year there before landing in Arizona. But again, before I left Michigan, I did audition for The Voice in Detroit, Michigan. And in that audition, um, I sang um, Sam Cooke's The Change Is Gonna Come. And when I tell you that the voice, not to discount the voice, they turn away some amazing singers. At that particular time, there was a young lady, I can't remember her name, but I met her and she sang the national anthem. And she didn't do it like Whitney or she didn't do it like anyone else, but she did it like her and just sang it like it was like it's supposed to be sung. And being that I was in the military, I mean, she put the hairs on my arms and my legs and my back just stand up. She was amazing, but she didn't make it. And we walked out of there like, man, you didn't make it? No, you didn't make it? No, she didn't make it. Man, no one made it. But it was a good experience. Uh, and I loved that. So um, continuing on, I got to Arizona. After my one-year stint in Seattle, and as soon as I got here, they sent me another um, auditioning thing for The Voice. And 
I went to audition again. And for that one, I sung All of Me by John Legend. And I got to a different phase, but then after that, didn't make it after that either. So I was like, eh, why would I continue? Uh, I'm not making this. A lot of other people that's not making it. But I put it on hold for a little bit. Um, I moved to Arizona and came to Tucson where my sister was. Actually, I was headed to Scottsdale um, when I was married to my last wife, uh, Janetta, if you're out there listening. We used to go to Scottsdale for our anniversary. And we fell in love with Scottsdale, Arizona years ago as well. It's like the very first time we went, we even tried to get a place there. And she was like, well, we can't, we can't, we got to go back. We just can't move. I was like, I will drive, I will fly back and drive everything back here to get to this Sunshine State. But that didn't happen. So, but anyway, I'm in Arizona. And as I was driving here in Arizona, uh, coming from Seattle, on the side of the road, there was an acting one-on-one sign on the side of the road. And I'm like, what the heck? So I called the number and did an acting one-on-one class. And while I was a personal trainer here in uh, Tucson, Arizona, there was a man who sat in front of me as I gave him his fitness assessment. And he looked at me and said, E, have you ever done any acting? And I told him. I was like, man, I haven't done any acting since I was in the fifth grade. And he said, you have that look and you're a very personable person. I think you should do it. So this man invited me to a open casting call, open audition, and had me sit in director's row. And he's like, if you want to get up there to audition, you can. But I want you to sit here and just watch what they do and listen. So I sat in director's row with these directors of, of the short films and big films as these people sang and did magic acts and they just performed. And I'm like, I can do that. And from then, this gentleman, David Valdez, who I owe everything to because he kickstarted this at this late career, he gave me headshots and he gave me a, a first short film, which was entitled The Substitute which is now on Vimo. And from there, my acting um, career flourished. Since then, I have been in uh, short films. I have been in two full feature films, Mercy and a small role in Strange Films. And I have a small role in a film coming out called Run Rabbit that will be on the International Film Festival circuit here shortly in the next couple of months. I also have some other things uh, lined up as well. I've also done commercials for Body Armor and Top Golf. Um, I've also had some photo shoots with Uru Mobile, Mobile Automotive here in Tucson, Common Workplace here in Tucson, uh, Pierre Arden Watches, um, the Real Deal Steel Company, and my my favorite one, who I think everyone pretty much seen, was the Indian Motorcycle Photo Shoot, which I loved. Um, since being here, I've met this wonderful woman named Jody Penta, who she in, caught me singing karaoke in a local bar and asked me if I would like to sing with her in the county fair. 
And I'm like, ooh, don't play with me. I would love to sing that. So I've sang with her in the Pima County and the Maricopa County Fairs. And I thank you, Jody. Um, but yes, and since then, I've had some ups and downs, and it, it, it's hard uh, trying to find roles, but I love what I do. Um, this train that I'm on right now won't stop. Um, within all these, my journey, I've lost loves. I've lost, had heartache, uh, depression, and all that stuff, which is another story, but I'm trying to you know, finish this out. But I guess the bottom line is, as I read a quote from Denzel Washington, he says, uh, uh, I'm trying to, like I said, this is unscripted. There's nothing written down. I'm just trying to remember. But this is what I want everyone to remember if they're trying to do anything. If you get a degree after 10 years, it's still a degree. If you failed at love 10 times and found it, you still found love. If you buy a house at 65, it's still an accomplishment. And don't let no one, anyone, bully you. Don't let anyone bully you about their timeline of success. Um, like I said, I'm not a storyteller, but I hope my story, this story, my story, will give anyone the desire to do what they want to do. Just listen, continue to love what you do and just go for it. Just go for it, no matter what. Um, you will have your ups and downs. Keep God in your life. Love one another. And good things will prosper. So I thank you for listening. Uh, this was my very first storytelling. I hope that it was inspiring or funny or made you smile or anything. But one love to all and God bless. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back. We believe that a natural and organic beverage for health-conscious people who want to restore and maintain the body's essential balance is available with our tasty and refreshing Kombucha EXL. Kombucha EXL is a wholesome drink that has been brewing since 2005, boasting 100% natural ingredients that will support your overall health. Kombucha EXL is only 10 calories per serving, far better than a soft drink. It's a delicious path to healthy. Order yours today at kombuchaexl.com. That's K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A-E-X-L.com. You're listening to Radio Theater for Your Soul, where storytellers gather around the mic. Welcome back to Radio Theater for Your Soul, where storytellers gather around the mic. I'm your host, Shani C.L. Coleman, also known as Courageous Love. And you just heard featured storyteller, performing artist, military vet, father, football player, coach, and more, Pontiac, Michigan's own Mr. Ernest Pittman. I know him as Jumba. Yeah. Thank you for being here, sir. Please tell our listeners how or where they can hear you, see you, or contact you, see your films, get your music, etc. First of all, thank you for that. That was that was that was beautiful. Um, uh, you can find me 
at Ernest Pittman on Facebook, Ernest underscore E on Instagram, E2 Entertainment on TikTok. Um, and yeah, that's how you can find me. Wonderful, wonderful. And you're welcome. Now, listeners, we are live with featured storyteller Ernest Pittman. I know him as Junebug, who just shared his voice, his journey, indeed, his story thus far. Now, Junebug, is there anything else you would like to share that you didn't get a chance to during your presentation? First of all, I know you're killing me with that Junebug. I haven't heard that since, like, you know, kid, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's fam yeah. right there. That's fam. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I guess my take for my journey, what 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 really just did it for me, especially with my singing, is when I auditioned for The Voice. Um, like I told you in my story, um, when I was in back home in Michigan, I auditioned for The Voice the first time in Detroit, and I sang uh, Sam Cooke's um, A Change Is Gonna Come. And I, I, I think I did pretty well. But like I said, there were singers that's there that that was uh, just phenomenal. And it just made me realize that no matter how good you may be or how good you may think you are, there's still somebody out there that, that has a voice that's, that still other people haven't heard because of they, have, they didn't, get, get, didn't get that shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I thought I did pretty well. Um, yeah, I, I can't do the voice. It won't allow me to sing that one. Oh, I'll sing another one. Okay. I sing, I sing, uh, the one from, uh, I sing all of me that I sang in, uh, in, in, in Arizona from John Legend. Okay. Who would I do without your smart mouth? Drawing me in and you kicking me out. You got my head spinning, no kidding, I can't pin you down. What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride, and I'm so dizzy, don't know what hit me, but I'll be all right. My head's underwater, but... I'm breathing fine. You're crazy and I'm out of my mind. Cause all of me loves all of you. Love your curves and all your edges. All your perfect imperfections. Give your all to me. I give my all to you. You're my end and my beginning. Even when I lose, I'm winning. Okay, that's enough. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you give John Legend a run for his money. I love it. I don't know about that, but thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. No, it was good. Now, Junebug, I know you from high Maybe junior high school, we were in band and drama club track. And for me, it was great hearing your story, some of your life adventures so far. I think I mentioned to you off of off of the, the air that I didn't really know your story after high school. So it was so great reconnecting and being able to hear a little bit. Can you please tell the listeners how growing up in Pontiac, Michigan, affectionately known as the yak the yak 
influence some of what you are doing today. Uh, well, you know what, Shanice, it's my, well, I didn't even say my, our childhood, I would say coming up in Pine Lake, Michigan was the best. If I can give anything to have anything but it was my childhood. I mean, Pontiac, Michigan, when we grow up, was the place to be. Yes. Uh, we had we had so many athletes and inter- entertainers, gifted children that that, that, come, that came through Pontiac that didn't get noticed. I mean, there's still some out there right now. I mean, yeah. I know some athletes that that should have made it to a next level. I know there's some entertainers out there that's that sang in the talent shows that we that we used to do. Like, wow, he gonna be something. She gonna be something. Mm-hmm. And things and times have changed so much to the point to where now you think about Pontiac. The first thing they say is Detroit, you know, and and how the bad things were or how they are right now. But I tell people all the time, Pontiac. I describe it as an eight by ten. It was a huge place back when we grew up. I mean, there was nothing, there was no Auburn Hills or part of Bloomfield Hills or part of Waterford. Or, uh, everything was Pontiac, Pontiac Township, and they chopped uh-huh. it away. Uh, yeah. We had the the plants and we had everything going on with the Silver Dome and everything. Pontiac was booming when we were kids. Yeah. And I guess what keeps me going and what influenced me is just the fact that the fan base and the love from mm-hmm. the city itself of your friends that you know and your cousins and nieces and nephews are still there everyone's still so close-knit and it's like you want to like make it just for the city itself so that 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 influenced me because we have so many good people that's that, that's there that came out of Pontiac and I just want to let them know hey that we can do this that's right. That's right. And I have to let the listeners know, for those who don't know, Pontiac is like close to Detroit. It's a suburb of Detroit, but it is its own city. It's yes, not it like, like some of like there's like Highland Park that's actually inside of Detroit. Pontiac is not. But no, Pontiac is Pontiac. It's the yak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we're a part of that metropolitan area. So a lot of times those of us who are from like the city surrounding Detroit will say Detroit because it's that's what people recognize. But right. Pontiac is a city of its own and it, it is, is. And it has, you know, so much to offer. And, and you're absolutely right. Growing up in Pontiac was the jam. <laughs> it was. Just, it was. It was. It was, so, it was such a, a pleasure. And I don't know how to explain it if you're still there. But once you leave and you see how other people, kids grew up and how they grow up and, you know, just the rest of the world, it's something to appreciate. It so is. It is. It's, and I'm so glad to have you on the show because I think you're the first person from my hometown to come well, on thank the show. You. Thank you. Yeah. Represent. Jacktown, we represent. Chiefs, That's baby. Right. That's right. <laughs> and, and you mentioned... Um, Pontiac Central High School, the Mighty Chiefs, shout you know out. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. In your story, <clears throat> it's clear that football is a big part of your life. It is. And so is there a football player, past or present, that you could see yourself portraying as an actor on screen? I don't know. If, oh, that's 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 a good one. But I don't know if there's I don't know if there's a player that I can see myself portraying. Ooh, that's that's a good question. I, you know what? I never even thought about that. I mean, but I mean, there are actors out there that I would love to act with. <laughs> but as far as I plan a role, I don't know. I 
being that I played safety, I would probably have to say Rod Woodson. Uh, okay. He was, he was a defensive back who uh, he led the league in interceptions for a few a uh, few times. He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he played my position. I think I he played it well. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I can. Uh, I think I would play that. I think I would play Rod Wilson if he ever had a move. Okay. Okay. And what would be your ideal dream role outside of football? Ooh, an ideal dream role outside of football. And um, before you answer that, so you know, some actors are like, I'm more comedic. I'm more dramatic. You know, are you that one of the other or or can you do anything? I can do anything. All right. That's what I want to hear. I can do anything. <laughs> and repeat after me. I am a storyteller. I am a storyteller. <laughs> no, because I don't know how many times you said you were not, but you are. We all are. But yes. anyway, back, yes. back to the question. Back to the question. Dream uh, role. <laughs> <laughs> My dream role. Uh, I think I would love to do a... Like I said, action. I love being in my military background. I would love to do a military movie. I love action. Mm. Um, I love fighting. Um, I would. I could do a horror flick though. Oh, that would be nice. That would be oh. nice. But a, but a good comedy, like I said, with Vince Vaughn or with Kevin Hart, that would that would be epic. And like I guess I would yeah. love to do something with with The Rock. Um, I would love to do something with Matthew McConaughey, like a serious. Uh, detective role if it like the, the movie he was in uh true detectives all right all right all right i love that yeah so yeah, yeah. I could do that <laughs> okay so we are winding down on time but before we close is there anything you would like to say to anyone family friends or anyone who might listen to this podcast in the future oh uh yes there's so many uh, this is my first shout out oh uh, it's almost yeah. like winning an award you're on stage you don't know what to say uh, first, <laughs> I know, right? First, giving giving honor to God, who's the head of my life, uh, through all my trials and tribulations and heartache, and pain and depression. Without Him, I wouldn't be where I am today. Uh, my mama, I love you, mom. I'll always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. To my <laughs> sisters, Rosa, Wanda, Tammy, Marlia. I didn't mention you in my story. But I love you ladies so much. You have been so much to me in my life. You're more like my my mom than my sisters as I was growing up. To my daughters, Kiana, Kiasha, Kiandra, and Kiara, I love you girls. And I'm so proud to be your father. And you blessed me with eight beautiful grandchildren. And, and, and I love you. To my ride or die, Tammy Carter, my lawyer, <laughs> my confidant, my, my counselor, my best friend. If I ever did it again, you know you'd be my best girl. It wouldn't be a best man. You, you thank you for being in my corner and believing in me. Um, to David Valdez for getting me started. If it wasn't for you, my man, telling me that I need to be in entertainment, this 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 train would have never kicked off. So I thank you, man, and, and one love to you. We we gonna do this. And to my new love, Tracy. Hey, I love you, girl. Thanks for waiting for me. Um, that song is waiting on you too. I'm writing it and I can't wait to enjoy this journey with you and start this new life with you. And I can't wait for you to get here. Um, and to everyone, like I said in, in my story, don't let anyone bully you on their timeline of success. Uh, just keep grinding and follow your heart, follow your dreams, keep smiling and love one another. And that's about it. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. 
Thank you again to all who are listening. Thank you to our sponsors. Also, thank you to Anchor by Spotify for providing this podcast platform. Again, it has been an honor to host featured storyteller, performing artist, military vet, father, football player, coach, and more, Pontiac, Michigan's own. He's a mighty chief. Mr. Ernest Chief Pitt. Dance, Chief Dance. <laughs> thank you. I know him as Jumba. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, my friend. Please let our listeners hear your voice one more time. Goodbye. It's time for me to go. One love to all. And tat out. There it is. Ta-da. <laughs> I love it. I'm Shani C.L. Coleman, also known as Courageous Love. I'll be right back to close out this winter series 2021-2022. Don't move. We believe that a natural and organic beverage for health-conscious people who want to restore and maintain the body's essential balance is available with our tasty and refreshing Kombucha EXL. Kombucha EXL is a wholesome drink that has been brewing since 2005, boasting 100% natural ingredients that will support your overall health. Kombucha EXL is only 10 calories per serving, far better than a soft drink. It's a delicious path to healthy. Order yours today at kombuchaexl.com. That's K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A-E-X-L.com. You're listening to Radio Theater for Your Soul. With your host, Shanice C.L. Coleman. Please tune in again at your convenience for another great story and another great storyteller right here on Radio Theater for Your Soul, where storytellers gather around the mic. And finally, I sign off weekly with a poem or what I call a poetic offering. Faith is taking the first step even when you can't see the whole staircase. (laughs) That poetic offering is from Martin Luther King Jr. This is Radio Theater for Your Soul. I am your host, Shani C.L. Coleman, also known as Courageous Love. This is our winter series finale for 2022. Please stay tuned for more stories in the spring date to be announced. But you can listen to all of our previous stories right here on anchor.fm slash radio gathering. You can also listen to the stories from 2016 through 2018. Um, in the archives of Accelerated Radio or more easily accessible on our website at radiogathering.wixsite.com slash radiogathering and put that slash radiogathering in there to go directly to the site. Just look for the episodes tabs and everything is right there for your listening pleasure. Enjoy Please be safe as we navigate through these very challenging times of COVID. Have a great rest of your winter. It's radio theater for your soul. It's radio theater for your soul. With storytellers gather around the mic. Come on, let's go. Live readings, traditional, contemporary, original, scripted plays, film, and poetry. With storytellers gather around the mic to be with your host. 
Miss Shanice C.L. Coleman, a.k.a. Courageous Love, always just a cut above, yeah. Storytelling.